Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. My name is Richard Brandt, and I am your host. It's Monday, March 30th, 2020, and this is the Corona Chronicles, Day 18. Hello, everyone. Well, I hope this podcast finds you doing okay and that you're in good health and good spirits. Here in Trinidad, we started our first day of having to stay at home uh, for the, at least not for the foreseeable future, but at least until April 15th, maybe the 16th. It's a little bit odd and strange to not hear the same hustle and bustle of cars and people and noise uh, going by or being around. Um, in some weird way, uh, it's it's almost too quiet. Have you ever been one of those folks who, who's lived in a city all your life only to go to, say, somewhere out in the country and realize, wow, it's so quiet? And you hear the, the various noises of, of either be uh, nature calling. Well, that's kind of what's happening around here. Now I get an opportunity to hear the birds and see the, the, the and hear the wind uh, blowing through the, the various trees and buildings and things like that. It's, it's almost uh, slightly unnerving. I guess I've been trained to, to get accustomed to the noise of, of city and, and sound. Um, I didn't realize I would miss it, but boy, day one has not been the easiest day. I admit that. It's been a little nerve-wracking, actually, because now I'm really out of my routine. Can't really go anywhere uh, there uh, other than, if I, for example, if I had something essential to do. Like uh, maybe if I had uh, to go get medicine at the at the the chemist or the pharmacy, or if uh, I had to go to the uh, the local market or the grocery store. Other than that, it's kind of like it's no go. So just trying to find different ways to to keep myself busy. Most of the time is spent uh, trying to to plan, which is always good. Have you got to have a list? A list for everything. Um, but I've also had the opportunity to exchange a lot of messages with, with friends and, and family uh, abroad. Some of the folks that I've been able to reach out to are some of the, the students who I had the opportunity to share classes with in Berlin, Germany at the TU. Um, most of them are in kind of a weird state because some of them are not from Berlin and have traveled there but can't travel home. So they've had to try and figure out different ways to, to make accommodations to, to be there. Um, the other big challenge is, from what, what I gather, is how they're going to deal with, uh, obviously, and a lot of schools have this problem, how they're going to deal with the teaching portion and, uh, and as well as the, the fees and, and all the things, because some of the folks who are there are obviously working at the same time to, to pay for, for the schooling. It's a big mess, and there is no easy solution to this. Well, some people may say, well, there's an easy solution. Um, some have said, well, you know, that's what they signed up for, and you pay for it. Others, and I've seen this in uh, at least the U.S. newspapers, is about uh, trying to get some sort of uh, clemency for uh, for rent for, for folks who uh, may have trouble paying the rent for, for 90 days, a three-month moratorium on rent paying. There's even been uh, talk of the same thing with uh, student loans in the U.S., where they won't charge interest um, and other kinds of various accommodations. I won't get too much into it because I've only like skimmed and scanned because there's a lot of news out there. Um, 
uh, out, out there being being presented. And I don't want to give you some information that is totally wrong. But so yeah, right now it seems like everybody's trying to figure out how to uh, how to manage, of course, um, whether it be uh, just how to make it through the day to day, or uh, what this may mean in the long term for businesses and for for uh, services and, and things like that. Uh, of course, we we want to share our gratitude and our 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 support for our various healthcare workers who are on the front lines of dealing with with this uh, with this pandemic. To uh, to them, um, if there was something we could do, snap our fingers, you know, give a, the old genie Barbara Eden, you know, blink our eyes and or the Samantha from uh, Bewitched and twist twiddle our nose or something and make it all go away. I bet you we would all do it just to just so that this wouldn't affect our loved ones, our lives, and 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 of course not put anyone else in harm. So again, a deep amount of gratitude to the the folks that are that are out there on the front lines, as well as a deep amount of gratitude to the businesses that have been stepping up to provide various supplies that these folks need to to battle this uh, this epidemic. Or this pandemic, um, it's it's one of the great things about humanity is that there there are times where we can put a lot of our differences aside and make a difference. So again, I'm super grateful. Um, I want to show I want to share my gratitude uh, with you and and wherever you are, wherever you are in the on this on this planet on this in this world, um, to all those those responders and healthcare workers, gratitude. On that note, let's uh, let's get into some other uh, news and notes. Uh, a couple of things have kind of come up via the the uh, the internet. Um, of course, um, I'm a big proponent of USITT, and they uh, have been putting out some posts lately, which have been uh, uh, ways of, of let's say uh, making uh, giving some some pub to some folks who uh, were in the midst of of creating a design for a project at school. And uh, today, on their uh, their Facebook page, um, about earlier earlier today, it says here, kicking off this Monday morning is our latest post from designers whose productions were either canceled or postponed. Today's post is from Grayson Merchant, who is a scenic design student at the OU School of Drama and was the scenic designer for the school's production of Legally Blonde at the LCC Bracket Theater. The production has since been postponed until the fall. Thank you to Grayson for sending us his designs. Here is Grayson's explanation of his design. The creative team felt that we wanted the production to be set in 2020 due to the themes and situations the show presents. Therefore, we felt that giving the audience a visual that was sleek and stylish using light box portals and a high gloss floor would reflect the energy and period. We also felt strongly that it was important to have the world of the piece represent L throughout, thus the heavily saturated colors for L.A., but then a little less L when we got to Harvard, where everything was a bit more worn and classic. So if you have the opportunity and the time and you've followed or liked USITT's Facebook page, go check out the photos. They're really, really uh, beautiful, the, the design. Um, I couldn't uh, begin to, to put enough words to, to create enough word pictures for you to, to do it justice. So nice job, Grayson. Um, I know it's going to be great when uh, the production comes out and uh, people get an opportunity to see it. So great job. Also, 
uh, on uh, uh, USITT Facebook page. They also started a posting of, of job listings. And it says here, starting today, each Monday, we will be posting the latest additions from our job listings page on our website on all our social media platforms. Follow the hashtag JobsUSITT for postings. If you'd like to submit a job to list, visit USITT.org slash jobs. Featured jobs include... San Francisco Opera, New Mexico Tech, NAU Department of Theater. Some of the newer postings include the University of Cincinnati College's Conservatory of Music, Bemidji State University, the UK College of Fine Arts, University of Memphis Department of Theater and Dance, Midland University, Westminster College, UND Theater, and SUNY Geneseo. So please be sure to check out all the various USITT platforms of social media and see if uh, there's a, a, an opportunity for you out there. Thanks, USITT. So as we continue with what's going on on the internet, um, another uh, organization that I follow quite a bit of is the Society of British Theater Designers. Now, I don't want anybody to think, oh, you just follow those tools. No, actually, I really try and check out as many of the various organizations that I can, um, whether they are following some of these organizations that I already know about or through links from, say, like Oistat or, or uh, um, some of the other, the other organizations, um, International Theater Institute, for, for example. Um, so if you are an institute and you would like to me to pass along some information, that would be really helpful, please reach out to me. I'm more than happy to, to, to follow you, to, to check it out. If it's on Instagram, if it's on Facebook, please let me know. My show email is archivett24 at yahoo.com, archivett24 at yahoo.com. Uh, earlier uh, in the day, uh, Fiona Watt posted a file for, uh, for designers. And the, the, the post is titled, Loss of Earnings Spreadsheet for Designers. It says, morning, everyone. I don't know about everyone else, but I just needed to find some bits of time over the weekend to rest away from the screen and let my brain and body try and take this all in a bit. I hope you are able to do the same for your mental well-being. I appreciate that filling in the spreadsheet may feel quite depressing, but it is there to help you to plan and us to lobby. So if you could spend some time this morning fill it in, filling it in and get it back to us by midday today, we would be very grateful. We want to reflect all career stages. If there are bits of information you feel are important to share that don't quite fit the boxes, please put those in your covering email to admin at theaterdesign.org.uk. So, so yeah, so please uh, consider following the Society of British Theater Designers if you're in the UK or Europe. Um, or if you have a, a general interest in, uh, in, in anything British theater design, um, if you go to uh, Oystat's website, for example, uh, there are also many organizations that are, are, are maybe in a country um, closer to you that you might want to be interested in. Or you didn't know that they had a, uh, a, an organization of designers and, and people who share the same interest that you do. Oystedt centers are in Austria, Belgium, Bulgaria, Canada, China, Cyprus, the Czech Republic, Denmark, Egypt, 
Finland, France, Georgia, Germany, Hong Kong, Hungary, Israel, Japan, the Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Russia, Serbia, Slovakia, Spain, Sweden, Taiwan, the United Kingdom, and of course, the United States of America. So go check it out. This, this link amongst all the other notes will be in the, the show notes for today. So please make sure to check them all out. Another, uh, another really great uh, uh, thing that's come up, thing, <laughs> that's my one word for when I don't have the word that I'm looking for. It's a thing, that, you know, that thingy, that, that doohickey, that whatchamacallit. <laughs> anyway, I know we're all in, a, in search for some form of either entertainment or connection with everything from streaming your favorite, uh, favorite movies or TV shows to Twitch, which is another platform for all types of social gathering. If you're a video gamer um, or if you're a reader listening to, to books on Audible or actually downloading books from your local library or being able to get them through whatever various uh, platforms that uh, do uh, uh, ebooks, and then there are those folks who like podcasts, like I do. And one that's uh, come up is called In One the Podcast. And recently, they started what is called the Quarantine Happy Hour. The Quarantine Happy Hour, and it says here: In times of need and uncertainty, we turn to our friends for comfort. So it only made sense that we gathered a slew of friends of the pod to come together for a quarantine episode of the podcast. Joining Corey for a Friday night drink is, uh, please forgive me if I if I completely uh, mess up your name, Buist Bickley, Darren West, Kate Hevner, Beowulf Borit, Jason Lyons, Jen Caprio, Jen Shriver, Jason Lyons, and Bradley King. Everyone shared how they are coping with the new normal co- caused by COVID-19 and how it's taken its toll on everyone's personal and professional lives. They chat about the work lost, the uncertainty of work in the future, and what it means for the theater community at large. We hear from the parents of the group as to how they are working through this time with their young children. Beowulf tells us about making masks on his grandmother's old sewing machine. Jason tells us how he's working to continue the important education of his students, and Bradley offers useful info on behalf of United Scenic Artists. And everyone shares what they are reading and watching to pass the time. There's a lot of laughs and a lot of love in this group, and it's just a small slice of what all designers are feeling these days. Enjoy listening in on the chat while staying home and staying safe. So when you get an opportunity, if you got a little time and you'd like to download a podcast, look for In One, the podcast. Currently episode number 93, The Quarantine Happy Hour. And on that note, folks, so a lot of information, a lot of good is out there. And uh, you know what? I hope more uh, happy hours pop up in some form or fashion. I hope uh, I've, I, I keep encouraging folks, if you want to get your voice out there, start a podcast, uh, start, a, start, a, start a webcast, start something. Now is a great opportunity. Now is a great time to finally sit down, turn on your turn on your Mac or your PC, fire up your YouTube, fire up your 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 video capture, whatever it may be, and give it a shot. You know, I mean, that's how I started. You know, I I had a project in mind, 
and I was inspired by the podcast hosts that I listened to. Most of them, though, were in a completely different genre. Uh, I also I've given a lot of uh, credit to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, which is excellent. Uh, I've listened to some of the BBC uh, podcasts, uh, which were uh, I think the last one I heard was about the Apollo space missions, which was excellent, most excellent. Um, and I'm also a, a, a fan of Sam Roberts and his Not Sam uh, Wrestling uh, podcast, uh, as well as uh, Peter Rosenberg and uh, the uh, his Cheap Heat uh, podcast. Um, also, if uh, if you don't know, uh, uh, ever heard of of this guy, Conrad Thompson, who does a myriad of of podcasts. Uh, he is in Alabama, in the U.S., and he is he. He does financial uh, business, but he does podcasts that are completely outside of that genre. Um, he talks with uh, um, Bruce Pritchard with something to something to wrestle with, and uh, Jim Ross, who is now of AEW Wrestling, uh, and they tell stories of of what's going on either currently or in the past. He talks to Arn Anderson. I mean, Conrad Thompson is really amazing, and the fact that. All this really great uh, information is out there. And it also goes to show that there's room for po multiple podcasts about all sorts of subjects. Not just acting, not just directing, not just technical theater. But, but you know, if, you, if, you, if, there's a, if there's something that's on your mind, get it out there. I encourage you. I really, really do. And uh, hopefully you can come up with a, a good name for the podcast. That always seems to be the, the, the most challenging thing. It's just coming up with a name. But, you know, sometimes it just, in a moment of inspiration, it'll happen. Someone will say something. And then there are times where, you know, it just, it just won't come. And over time, it just kind of naturally, something naturally sticks. So those are my thoughts. I think, uh, go out there, listen, check it out, see what's going on. Uh, again, you know, now is a great opportunity to take advantage and, and really ex uh, expand your creative, creative juices. Um, one of the other things that I've started to do uh, creatively is I started a little uh, a photograph series. When I was at the Teu in Berlin, and we had our uh, sonography design, our sonography class, uh, we were building scale models for uh, the shows that we were asked to design. The show that I was asked to design was called The Merchant of Stuttgart, which is a play I had never heard of, but it was vastly interesting. And it, it had only been written in 2012, I want to say. Uh, it's uh, it is based on a, an actual, uh, uh, actual character, actual historical uh, person, Josef Seuss Oppenheimer. Uh, the the writer, or the playwright, uh, is uh, Joshua Sobel, um, who is, uh, he was born in Israel in 1939. He graduated in philosophy at the Sorbonne in Paris. He is a leading Hebrew playwright. Sobel has been artistic director of the Haifa Theater. He has also taught aesthetics and directed theater workshops at Tel Aviv University, as well as at various colleges. Sobel has written over 60 plays, many of which have been performed in Europe and the USA to great acclaim. Soul of a Jew was performed at the Edinburgh, Berlin, and Chicago festivals and has been produced in Germany, Austria, 
Denmark, France, USA, and Russia. His play Ghetto won the London Critics and the Evening Standard Awards for Britain's Best Play of the Year in 1989 and has been staged in leading theaters worldwide. There's more to, to his, uh, his bio, but I will attach that to the, uh, the news and notes for you to check out and check out uh, some of his other works. Um, I w- again, I was not familiar with this work, and it's an, actually quite an excellent play. I had to completely translate it on my own from German into, into readable English, and um, that, that was a, a, a fun uh, a task. I, my, my, my speaking German is terrible, but I think my reading German is getting a little bit better. Anyway, the point of this whole circuitous story uh, is, so the part of the exercise with the scenic, the scenography project was creating each scene for the, for our play. And because it's in scale, you have to have characters in scale. So I bought a bunch of characters that are in, in the correct scale. And it was very funny because yeah, I move them around and I make my storyboard. And, uh, <laughs> I, uh, when I left, I, I brought them all with me. I didn't get rid of them. I didn't like give them away. Some of this stuff I just kind of I gave away, but like the little characters, they, they travel with me and it seems that they're starting to take on a little life of their own. And, uh, it's been kind of fun creating, uh, a little visual story with them. Um, it seems like they might be developing little personalities. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, maybe, uh, when time comes and, uh, and I have enough that I feel comfortable sharing, I'll, uh, I'll put them out on, on Instagram and let y'all take a, take a look at them. Uh, if you're, uh, if, uh, if you, if, well, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Anyway, I'm babbling. I'm carrying on for no good reason, just to fill time. <laughs> you know, you got to be honest with your audience. Some days it's just, you know, you see what comes in your mind. I, I have a list. I always have a list of, of things I want to talk about, but sometimes I kind of wander off. So we'll see. Anyway, speaking of that, if you want to help keep me on point, if you want to help me focus, if you really want to help make this, this podcast a better podcast, and I really could use your help, please send me questions, comments, suggestions at archivett24 at yahoo.com. That's archivett24 at yahoo.com. Also, before I, before I call it a day, um, please be sure to check out the Facebook group that is the namesake for this podcast at Archiving Technical Theater History on Facebook. Uh, Today I had kind of a real big burst of posts, uh, mainly about stage mechanics. First, uh, one or two about Kabuki theater stages uh, and and the Revolve, because there was some talk in one of the, the projects that I'm working on about stage mechanics. And I remembered seeing a, uh, a quick video on YouTube uh, about uh, a historical theater in Japan um, going through the, the motions. And it was produced in Wisconsin, of all places. It was like one of those movie newsreels that you'd see uh, back in the day. Uh, the other was a video of what's happening behind the scenes at the Savoy Theater in London. So again, uh, a really interesting uh, look into the uh, the the, the life uh, in the in the 40s. Uh, this was put out by Paith, I believe it's it's called. Um, please go check it out. Go to the Archive and Technical Theater History. It'll be within this last day's uh, uh, stream. 
and for you to check out. And hopefully I can come up with some some more news and notes and tips out of out of that because there are some names in there that I'd like to look up. So keep an eye out, keep an ear out for for that. And I look forward to to passing it along. Okay, folks. Well, another episode of the Corona Chronicles is coming to an end. Again, uh, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope that your health and your family are all safe and sound, and that if you have been affected by this, we send out good energies, positive vibes, that recovery is, is soon is soon to follow, that, uh, that life is going to get better, and that we're going to get through this uh, in, in, in one piece as, as a group. So, uh, my name is Richard Bryant. I have been your host for this episode of the Corona Chronicles, day 18. It is Monday, March 30th, 2020. Have a good evening and please take care.